What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And you can probably tell we're in a car. We're driving home from PWX's Rise of the Champion. We also went to Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse. So this is the Double Dropkick Show, but it's also a little bit of the Carolina Georgia's Pro Wrestling Report. Now, we're recording this again on our way home. That's why it sounds like we're in a car. Mark, what a great day in wrestling. Yeah, man. Good stuff today, man. Good stuff. Saw a lot of new talent. Some guys that I... You know who I, I like? The sta- I told you, like, if you were looking for someone... Because I know you like to get your picture made. You like to get the autographs. Right. I would uh, I would be tracking down Lucky Ali. Yes. And getting my picture made with that guy. Getting his autograph right now. Because um, that dude is... He had a long line during intermission. Yeah, the people love it, After the show. Uh, So, opening match at Rise of a Champion was Lucky Ali and Cam Carter in a ladder match. And a very good ladder match that did not get stupid. Yeah, man, I like that. I like that. We were talking... There's like this uh, thing with just pushing the envelope with these matches. And it's leading to... It's leading to people... Shortening their careers, you know, getting hurt, short. I mean, maybe you know, shortening their lives even. Right. Some of these these high risk moves that these guys have to do, and not everybody is Edge and Christian and the Dudleys and the Hardy Boys. Not everybody are those guys, and, and right. not everybody needs to be trying to do that stuff. Right. Uh, I remember I mentioned to you. Man, I said, this match isn't the same because his manager's not out here. And about that time, here he comes yeah. with the big ladder. Uh, Lucky Ali did get the win. Great crowd reaction. Great big moment. Lucky yeah. Ali did something very small that was a, kind of ad-libbed. He slams J.P. Lehman. Money goes everywhere out of Lehman's pockets. And Layman always goes around with one of those phone earpieces in his ear. Yeah. And, and, and Lucky looked at it and put it in his ear, and I just thought that was just that was good. a good little... He didn't have to do that, but he had the present mind. It's like, hey, this will be a cool little thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just a great, really good opening match. Uh, the second match, surprisingly, was J.D. Drake and John Davis... This was your first time seeing John Davis today, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. What was your impressions? I thought he was great, man. I mean, I, he looked like a seasoned veteran, which I'm assuming that he is. Yeah, um, but yeah, what's his story? What's the, what's the I story mean, he's wrestled with in Evolve. He was in Florida, trained by Dory Funk Jr. Oh, really? Uh, right. Done a lot in Florida. Played football. Yeah, um, he's good. And did a lot in the you know the NWA back in the day. Not back in that day. But, right, I know what you mean. Um, uh, but, yeah, just, you know, pretty. Good guy, man. Good, uh, great match between the two of them, too, man. Great match. Yeah. I'm always, like, I'm, I say it all the time. I'm a J, J.D. Drake fan. Uh, I just like, I, I like his style. I like what he does. I like the fact that he's from around here. Just dig it, man. What, one thing, and I said this to you, one thing I liked about that match is you know this is this is PWX's WrestleMania, right? And so not every match is an angle or a story, but this was just a match. It's not for a. T- it's just like all right, who's the baddest man? Right. Yeah. Which because this was a pr- this was a cold match, like uh-huh. not a build. And I've seen these guys wrestle before, but I mean it's just a man, a good, just a good good match. Yeah, it was ex- everything it should have been, man. Uh, the third match was was the third match Adler and Day or Suge and Red. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which one was which. I think it was. I think it was. I think the third was Adler and Day, and I thought. I go along with that. I thought, man, that's this is a tough spot for these guys. Uh-huh. But I felt like. They did a good job. It was a different match from the first two. Right. Um, Some really good action. 
and you know Drew Adler got the win, and man, Drew Adler's getting the push right now. Man, Drew Adler is on a roll in yeah. PWX, and uh, man, just love to love to see it. And Chip Day has really grown on me. Yeah. The last couple of times I've seen him, uh, yeah. Any other thoughts? No, no, I thought it was a great, I mean, it, it was a good good match, man. Yeah, not a, a bad. match. I mean, it was what it needed to be. Right, and I, I, think this, what, I think this match was, you got a young guy, Adler, up-and-comer, and I think it's he's it's a notch in his belt beating Chip Day. I think that's a huge win for him. Yes. Um and I, I think that's I think that's kind of the story. Yeah, it was a good match, man. Like uh, I said, it was everything it should have been. Fourth match was the, the Pure Championship. Yeah. Uh, Shook D and Timmy Lou Retton. A little bit different rules if you're not familiar with the Pure shows. Um, you know, rope breaks. You can't hit the guy in the face. Or you can't know a no, no a closed fist. No elbow strikes. But again, the fourth match of the night... Different from the other three, and it, it just was. It was again. It wasn't a five, six star class. It was what it needed to be. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't know. Right. You know, I hadn't seen Timmy Lou Retton maybe once or twice. But it like he lost a, a pretty yes. good dip, bit of weight. I mean, yeah. and it maybe. Um, Got a little more serious and dropped some of his silliness. To be honest, from what I what I've seen of him, right? Um, and I like that. I thought he. I mean, I thought it was a great outing for him. Yeah, I, I said from when X sixteen when the people for that were announced. And I saw Timmy Lou Redden. I thought, man, this may be the year where he goes to the next level. Now. Want to know patreon.com slash double dropkick is where you can get all the behind the scenes information that you're not going to hear anywhere else. So, about, I encourage about you, what about the matches that we saw today? Oh, why okay. people lost, why people won, okay. who's coming, who's going in PWX. One thing we left out, a huge thing. Let's talk about yeah. this. Yeah, you did. Drew Adler wins his match. Uh-huh. Three guys come out in, in presidential masks. Uh-huh. One of them almost immediately, I'm like, I think this is Mason Miles. Uh-huh. And it was. Now, he's dressed a lot differently. He's not doing, like, the ripped jeans and all that. Uh-huh. Mason Miles, a guy we're told is Wolf Taylor, who's a wrestler from Florida, and then a clinged up, did not look the same, Billy Brash. Yep. Now, if you listen, again, if you've been listening to Behind the Scenes and Patreon, the word on the street was that Billy Brash was injured, that he had an injured shoulder and he was out of action. Because here's the deal. There was another show tonight... In Augusta, Georgia, IWE. I say that because Billy Brash is the IWE heavyweight champion. He was originally booked to face O'Shea Edwards for the heavyweight title. O'Shea Edwards came out and challenged him at their show in January. But I'm just stating facts. I'm not. Billy Brash was at PWX tonight. Yes, sir, he was. And made a statement and said, we are a dying breed. We are tired of being overlooked. And uh, I, you know, got my attention. And look, just in all the iterations I've seen of Billy Brash, of kind of like the, he was kind of like the dirty southern gentleman to like the grungy look to like, he looked all business tonight. Yeah. But he was, from what he's looked like the last two, three years, he was almost unrecognizable. Because huh. I mean, he kind of looked like the last time I saw him was at a three count show. So he kind of looked the way I saw him. So I, right. know, I was like, you, oh, had, you haven't seen him with the long hair and the and beard. You said, Who is that? And I said, It's Billy Brad. You know? yeah. 
Um, that so that was a big that was a big surprise. I think that's going to be good for Mason Miles. Um, Mason Miles has kind of been trying to find his place. Billy yep. Brash is established on the PWX roster or was before. Um, anyway, Shug D, back to him and Timothy Retton, a really good match again. The first four matches, all different, all did what they needed to do, all what they were supposed to do. Uh, Shug D had a really unique submission hold. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, and uh, won by a submission. And, uh, and then we went to intermission. And coming out of the intermission, we had the tag team title match. Rock and Roll Expressers, Special Enforcers. We got our picture made with them. Uh, if you've never heard, go back and listen to our first episode where Mark and I, on the, on the fly, we're sitting here, what got you into wrestling? And for both of us, it was the exact same match. Yeah, oh yeah. Rock and Roll Express and the Russians from, uh, was that in Shelby? I think that was in Spartanburg. I don't Don't know. quote me on that. I may be wrong, but I'm not sure that that didn't happen in Spartanburg. Um, so, Rock and Roll Express are the enforcers. It's the Heat Seekers versus uh, the Revolt for the tag team titles. Yeah. It gets to the end. There's been a ref bump. Ricky Morton comes in to make a count. And uh, I think Caleb Conley kicked out. The Revolt try to get Sigmund uh, for their finisher, and Sigmund's partner, Elliot, throws powder in, in Ricky Morton's eyes. Ricky Morton's kind of the referee. Yeah. Caleb Conley goes to check on him. Ricky Morton kicks him and gives him a Canadian Destroyer, which got maybe the first pop of the night. big pop of the night. Yeah. Plus for me, I, I popped so hard, I got lightheaded. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so the uh, the Heat Seekers hit their move after that. Referee comes in. One, two, three. Heat Seekers are the new PWX tag team champions. It's a travesty of justice is what it is. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that, that dirty rotten scoundrel Ricky Morton. I'm not so sure that he didn't know what he was doing. Well, uh it, the match has been made April the 17th. It will be a triple threat elimination match. No, I think it's a, it's not an elimination. Or it's what? a single man match, right? I think that's what he said, but I think it's all three teams. Okay, I was... For the tag team I was titles. under the impression that it would be a uh, one representative of each team. Well, maybe you're... You might be right. I don't know. Um... So anyway, Rock and Roll Express will be back. They we'll had the some, longest we'll line. Clarity. We'll get some clarity on that. There were a lot of jokes. There was a meme that went out of the guy coming from behind the tree, all excited. Uh, somebody using their stimulus money to bring in the Rock and Roll Express. Listen, they had the longest line tonight. All night long, there was a line to their table. Yep. So, um, the, the, and, and, PWX had a huge crowd tonight. Biggest, the biggest crowd they've had all year. They opened up more space, but very comfortable. Yeah, man. You know, if you wanted, we had, we were distanced. We were, everybody we were able was, to stand up, move around. Everybody was wearing their masks. We had the perfect little area because we could stand up anytime we wanted to. And like to our left was a little, like a almost a ten by ten space that we could just walk around in and we weren't gonna block anybody's no, view. Man, it was great. I think uh, I think that should be our space, our spot for now. I think I, it should the double kind of drop kick the double bench. drop kick show spot. Yeah. You know, kind of a, I mean, what the heck man. Yeah, I think they know. I think they know when we're there. They know to take care of us. No, they do. They do a great job. They always do, yeah, yeah. We're always always treated exceptionally well. That's we're, right. We're like, treated well everywhere we go. Man. That's right. That's right. Um, now, next, we had Savannah Evans and, and Trisha Dora. And uh, Savannah Evans got a big win. You know, Trisha Dora's been all over the world and held a lot of titles. Oh, yeah. We're at. And uh, she had the, uh, I can't remember the name of the title. And I, um, uh, it's like, ah, uh, shoot. You do that to me sometimes. You have yeah. to elaborate. I'm like, I don't know. There's the um, shit. But, 
Um, but Savannah Evans got a got a big win. Patricia Dore put up put up a heck of a fight. And in the main event, uh, Jason K defending the PWX Heavyweight Title against TJ Boss. What the an Mac- incredible show! I mean, God, what a great match, man! That, uh, and not just great. Just I think what made it great was the people reacting. They yes. wanted, like they wanted TJ Boss. They hated the other guy. Yes. Uh, K, Jason K. Yeah. Okay. Hated him. Hated him. Right. And he did everything he could to make sure they hated him even more. Right. Yeah, I'll let you go into the explanation. So the bell rings. Immediately, he hits Kevin Pierce, the referee. The, he flips off TJ Boss. Kevin Pierce calls for the bell. That's it. Disqualification. Crowd is stunned. Somebody even posted in the PWX fans page or fans group on Facebook, what are you kidding me? Like, obviously, you had to know something's happening. But they did it so well. Uh Jason K. gets the belt. He's heading to the back. John Davis and J.D. Drake stop him. And, um, Brian Kanabrowski comes out and cuts a promo that's uh, a little bit of shoot, maybe. And, 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 and let me let me uh, say what I thought was nice about that moment. We go back to what you said earlier. Second match on the card, J.D. Drake and... John Davis. John Davis have a match yeah. to determine who is the baddest man in the building right now. Right. Who's the toughest guy in the right. building. And so then at the end... For the two of them to come out together, yes, I thought that was kind of cool. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, so Very this guy, he's so. not, he's definitely don't want to be caught between those two guys and TJ Balls. Here's what I, what if again, connect the dots. Here, here, what's happening? You have a champion who's hijacking the biggest show of the year. He's hijacking the championship. You have an owner who's got to put a stop to it. Right. And who does he enlist to help him? The two baddest men. <laughs> right. Um, he could have got Mark and I. <laughs> you know. But it wouldn't have had the same effect. It wouldn't have had the same effect. Um, and then kind of the match restarts. No DQ. And then chairs, kendo sticks, snots flying. It was phenomenal. A couple of the best false finishes I've seen live in a long time. Yeah. There was one point I thought, okay, it's time for Boss to win. They did a false finish. And then I started thinking, man, are they going to regret that? And the answer was no. Uh, Because Cade came back. And then I'm like, Cade is going to win this? And then Boss kicked out. And when Boss goes, Boss hits his moves, puts him through the chairs, all that. He goes for the cover. I have never experienced this at a live show before. Maybe because a lot of times we're at the commentary table. Yeah. Dude, every single person in that building counted. One, two, three... And it Me was included, a, both. Yes, I was that into it by that yes. moment that I counted too. And if you know me, I don't do that. No. no. But I was into it by that point. That was like you, you, in the room. You're not going to see this on video. You're only going to see this if you're there. But in the room, it was like. You could not count right there. Exactly. Was this match uh, Steamboat and Flair from 89? No. It was not that. Okay? It was. But in that moment with that crowd in that room, that's one of the greatest moments that I've had sitting there watching live wrestling. Yes. Because everybody was into it. Everything that they did. Everybody wanted TJ Boss to win that belt. But you're talking about a worldwide pandemic. Uh, a guy who who could have or should have had his moment last year. Yeah. Who's had the injuries, who had who had the doubters. Everybody knew. That was another thing. Everybody in that building knew 
Except for maybe the little kids. Yeah. They know. This is how wrestling works. TJ Boss is winning the belt tonight. Exactly. And to still make it so special uh-huh. and so memorable, it yeah. was really powerful. Yeah, my hat's off to him, man. I mean, really. And I don't say that lightly. You know, yeah. I don't go around handing out false praise. Right. I don't care uh, who it is. I try to tell the truth about what I right. like and what I don't like. And like I said, do I think that was uh, on par with um, Steve Austin and Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13? No, certainly not. But in that moment with that crowd, it was. You know, those those fans loved him. Yeah. And they they were celebrating with him. Yes. And then his hand was, was touching, touching their. Iron. That's right. In that moment, in that room. It was a really cool moment, man, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad I was there for it. You it know? If there is a match of the year or a moment of the year right now in the Carolinas, that's it. There's yeah. no close second from yeah. what I've been to. Yeah. Um, it was just it was it was special. I mean, again. You're going in. This is your WrestleMania. This is your biggest show of the year. It delivered on every front. No disappointment. Again, there weren't like it was just it was just good. It was great, man. I always enjoy going to PWX shows, man. They, they always deliver for me. So after the match, John Schuyler arrived. Yeah. Um. And he did not come out to challenge T.J. Boss. He came out to congratulate him and, and just said, Hey, T.J., everybody that pats you on the back tonight is going to want to stab you in the back before it's oh, over. yeah. And Boss says, Hey, I don't need your advice, basically. And then they got, they started jawing back and forth, and Skyler basically says, Hey, I want that championship back, and if I can't win it, I will leave PWX. And here's the thing where we're at with with Peter. You said it to the, after the last show on our behind the scenes. Last show was dawn of a new day, and that's what it feels like. You've got Anthony Henry who has who's out, you know, left PWX signed uh, NXT. Same thing with Harlem Bravado. Yeah. You've got now Jason Cade, who is literally going back to Florida as well. He's got aspirations of signing too. You've got John Schuyler who's moved to Florida. There is there is a big overhaul on that PWX roster. Yeah. And we saw, you know, Mason Miles, Billy Brash, Wolf Taylor. They they've all staked, you know, they've staked three claims to three of those spots. And and let me let's let the cat out of the bag. There were a lot of wrestlers at this show watching the show, just hoping PWX officials would see them there and take notice. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of guys just hanging out. Probably 10 to 15 wrestlers. Yeah, if not. Just that, like, that to me tells the story. You tell me what other shows are where guys are going. Just to watch. Yeah. Just for the hope of getting a spot. Yeah. Um,. So it was a good moment. Uh, they also announced in April El Fantasmo. El Fantasmo. Uh, uh, from the Bullet Club, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He'll be there on April the 17th. Um, so, yeah, lots of lots of big things coming from PWX. Oh, my goodness. That was rough, Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my windshield wiper. Man, I put a chill up my spine. <laughs> Uh, the windshield wasn't quite as wet as I thought. Um, <laughs> but it was a great, great day. Hats off to uh, the Dixie Pig yeah, Barbecue man. Restaurant. Uh, uh, we had a great meal there. We also went to the Toy Federation yeah, yeah. in Greer. Also a, a really amazing, amazing place. Hey, if you want to, you know, I know we always talk about the Patreon stuff, but you want to see what we got at the Toy Federation. Right. You can 
become a patron where I do the unboxing. So. And you got some really cool stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, hey, tell everybody, right now you've got some really cool stuff for sale on your eBay page. Can you tell everybody where they can go? Yeah, it's Mark Whitman 75. Yeah, so go on eBay. Mark's got 100% satisfaction. <laughs> uh, he's got. What are some of the wrestling items you've got for sale I now think on eBay? Right now, now there'll be more stuff coming. I have uh, some Galoob WCW. Or I think I got Tom Zink, Barry Windham, Sid Vicious, Lex Luger. I got a Hardy Boys set uh, that was like a limited run set from uh, Jack Specific. Um, all those are loose. Um, the Jim Cornette Midnight Express 25th Anniversary Scrapbook. Yeah. Uh, there will, I'll tell you an item that's coming up that I just have to figure out how to list to make sure I list it right. Yeah. Is a DVD, uh, Wrestling Rarities, yeah. signed by Mr. Jim Cornette. Uh-huh. And it is fan cam. Or a hard camera, so where he had basically set his camcorders up, recorded, uh, and this is um, in the heyday of the Midnight Express and Crockett promotions. This is the good stuff. Yeah. But his hand, it, it's it's shot with a video camera from the crowd. There's no commentary. Uh, a couple of matches against the Rock and Roll Express. A couple of uh, matches against the Road Warriors. Uh, there's a six-man match that aired on TV in Japan. Um, the kind of the highlight of the set is the night before Arn and Tully left and decided they were going to drop the titles and there's he shot footage from the stands of the title change between the, when the Midnight Express beat Arn and Tully at the house show and he hand wrote a book to go along with it to describe what was going on in each match it's, uh, it's signed by Cornette uh, and I'm probably going to be posting it on eBay soon Everybody's interested in that. I got, uh, man, I got a, you know, diesel figure. We got a Shawn Michaels figure that I haven't posted yet. Uh, Lots of we'll DVDs. Some tons of hard to find out of print DVDs. Right now, you got to cut that name. Sorry. Wipe it off. A lot of my hard to find DVDs are sold. Right. Um, right now, there's a listing. I don't know if it'll still be up when this comes out for the producer's cut of Halloween. Right. Six, also known as Halloween 666. Um, completely different storyline from the theatrical release. Uh, it was only available in bootleg for years, and they found a really good copy of it and released it on Blu-ray a couple of years back. It's, hard, it's rare and out of print. So, yeah, a lot of stuff like that coming up. Anyway, that's me, you know, Mark, Mark Whitman, Whitman 75, 75 on eBay if you want to check out my store. Uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, again, we'll also put a link to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Double Dropkick. Let me tell you how it works, everybody. For a dollar a month, every week, at least once, uh, you're getting a BTS. BTS is behind the scenes. We already recorded a BTS today uh, about the Grindhouse show. Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse. Uh-huh. We recorded a B- BTS on that. We actually told you that there's actually some spoilers in there uh, <laughs> that we're not going to yeah. tell you about uh, some, because we recorded that before the actual PWX show tonight. Yeah. Um, then for five dollars a month, you're going to get you get BTS, but you also get what we call a deeper dives, where we dig a little bit deeper into some of the things we talked about on the BTS behind the scenes. And there's a Shane's Rib Shack right there, by the way. Oh, Shane's Rib Shack. Well, we're always looking for a good place to eat. Can I? T- did I tell you this? That's the place you said you wanted to try. Right yeah, there. no, yeah. that's right. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, I went to Sardi's Den the other day. I did too. And I got wings. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in twenty plus years, I was disappointed in the wings. Really? And they had no flavor. Interesting. Like no flavor. I got medium, and it was just like nothing. I had, I had some yesterday. They were amazing. I, I mean, you know. 
Sardi's wings, maybe, like, if you're like, all right, pick one meal you got to have the rest of your life. I would, <laughs> like, I have yeah. friends who visit. Uh-huh. And, we, like, I got one friend, Charlie Alcock, he's in youth ministry. When he comes, if he came to town this week, he'd be like, we're going to Sardi's, right? He, he came to town one time. That's where we ate every day. He was here. Man. He was here for three days, and we ate there three times. Yeah, hey, they got good stuff. They got a good uh, chicken bacon ranch quesadilla. I'm gonna tell you, we stick to the. I stick to the wings. Have you ever got the like the the uh, Sardi's gold? Yes, those are good. Man. Yes, yes. Good. yes. I've been getting the mediums, right? Like the past ten times, but I think next time it's gonna be gonna be Sardi's gold, right? Anyway, nobody going to care about that. <laughs> Listen, if you're in the upstate area of South Carolina, go to Sardi's Den. Hey, tell them Heath and Mark sent you. You're going to get a strange <laughs> yeah, look. They'll look they... at you like they don't know what you're talking about. Right. Say, okay. Um, but that's just a trick they pull. <laughs> that's right. They really know. Use the They're always horsing around like that. Use the bathroom before you get there. Yeah. You don't want to use the bathroom there. Um... So anyway, man, it was it was a great night at PWX. Great day. I don't mean, eat prunes. <laughs> uh, you really, you need to listen to BTS. If you want to hear the BTS, to get yeah. So out. like, for ten dollars every week, I watch a wrestling video and I record. What did I just watch? Uh, I'm getting ready to record this week's episode. It's going to be uh, XWW Extreme World Wrestling. They just released their second television episode extreme warfare episode two they've also got uh we're recording this on saturday uh march 20th and uh they actually xww has a pay-per-view on their streaming site on sunday night march 21st and i'm also going to watch that and uh give you a review of that um and then for 15 dollars a month uh you get the stories nobody else gets. You hear the things like if you wanted to know about certain people signing with WWE and find out about it three or four months early, that's where you find out about it. If you want to find out about WWE buying Evolve before anybody else, listen, I get the scoops, but you got to pay for the scoops. The scoops ain't free. It ain't ice cream. Well, that ice cream wasn't free either because you bought yourself three of them and only bought me one. Yeah, shout out to Title Mac, Title Belt Ice Cream. So we just going to skip right over that, huh? I ate three ice creams and you ate one. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to get an ice cream. I was over the line. You're a grown man. If you wanted ice cream, you can go over there. I mean, I should have. I should have texted you. I said, do you hey, want... I've decided uh, to get some ice cream. Right. You're holding the seats for us, so nobody sits that's in our right. seats. That's right. I don't think anybody's going to take our seats. Uh, hey, can I get you an ice cream? I know. I, I let you down. I let down a whole generation. But that Rock and Roll Express Rocky Road ice cream was pretty amazing. Yeah. The uh, Cam Carter caramel was good. That, like, they were all good. Even the uh, Lucky Ali lime pie. You had that too. That was good. How many? Did you have another one? I had the only one did I didn't. You had four, did you? you? Had them all? Did you? Did you have another ice cream that I don't know about? I had Lucky Ali. I had the Eddie Kingston, and what was the other one? Oh yeah, you didn't have the Rocky Road. I, I didn't have the Rocky Road or the JD Drake because it was cake batter with sprinkles. Yeah. I didn't have that. Uh, that can be a little much sometimes. Cake better ice cream. Yeah, I'm it telling you. I'd rather just have the cake. Yeah, yeah. Now, Brewster's has got like a birthday cake ice, ice cream that's really good. Yes. But other than that. I have a bunch of Brewster's gift cards somewhere. Really? Somebody gave me a bunch for like doing a wedding. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, they paid me too. They took care, they took care of me. I don't, I don't want anybody to think I didn't want to take care of me. But they gave me a bunch of Brewster's gift cards, and I got no idea. We used a bunch of them, but I don't know where the rest of them are. Um, I thought you were going to lead up to, I don't want them. Mark, would you like them? That's kind of where I thought that was going. No, I want them. But once again, no ice cream for me. 
I bought you ice cream tonight. You did. I mean, you bought yourself ice cream three times. You bought me ice cream once. I paid you in other ways. <laughs> For God's sake, get the boys some ice cream. <laughs> oh. Now we got to go through all the roundabouts. And I know I'm going to turn. I know I'm going to go the wrong way at least one of these times. Anyway. So, um... Yeah, man, it was just a great, great day. We left my house at like nine o'clock this morning. We did. We, we did. had a good day. We had a good day. And, uh, the only disappointment today is we thought Rock Hill Games and Comics was going out of business, and that their stuff, the store just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, we thought because their some of their stuff was heavily discounted, and we thought, oh, if we when we go back today, there'll be even more on sale, and they weren't. No. You know what else wasn't on sale? The cards at the Grand Slam card shop. No, they were not. If you want to pay twice what a card is worth. I know, man. Well, now here, like, they had them booked at, like, that mint price. You know, they had them, what what a lot of those cards, I guess, are listed as now. But, man, come on, man. Now, which way am I supposed to go right here? I don't know. Is this one? You going to 153? Yeah, let's go this way. Uh, that's, that's, I think I went the other way one time. And I think I did too, and it'll take you to Walmart. Right. So there, I can still get... I'm at the point where I can get home no matter where, which way I go. But. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I, that's always where you want to be in life. We're at... So we're in the Easley area, and we have, people have been saying for 20 years, man, they need to extend 153 and kind of have a bypass. And that's what we're on now. And, but it's like a bunch of roundabouts and going through uh, subdivisions. Yeah. But this is nice. It's like they, they've already built the road to say, hey, when this needs to go to four lanes, we can go to four yeah, lanes. Yeah, that's right. All they got to do is repaint it. It's not like 85, <laughs> which is a disaster. God, isn't it though, man? It took years off my life tonight. They have been, I'm, like I think we said this last time. I'm old enough at this point to have remembered when they were working on it last time. Yeah, so they I, repaired it, it got destroyed again, and they're now repairing it once more in my lifetime. So it's it's like a two hours and 15 minute drive, but we cannot record until we're past that part because of 85. It is, it is a hazard. It is yes. dangerous. There was a multiple car pileup and deaths on the interstate in that area yeah. yesterday. Yeah, just, yesterday in that same good. spot. They have got to do something about that. We're just going to keep going. It's not, do I go that way? No, you're going to 153, right? Where, is that where you're going? I don't know. We're going to find out. I thought that was what you were saying. We're on 153. We're already on 153. Okay, do you need to get off of 153? I don't know. What are you doing? you just driving? You said go this way. No, I thought I do, I'm at the point where I don't know which way I'm going. Okay, I think. Oh, We'll be all right. Where are we? <laughs> They've got an Ollie's. Got an Ollie's. <laughs> we laughed a lot today. Yeah, we had a good time. Right. They have an Ollie's. And just for the record, there's nothing wrong with quote unquote my, my bag. My bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my bag. It's my bag. Oh, it's my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're listening. Like, in our area, there are certain people that show up in most independent shows, and you don't know how they got there or how they got in, and you don't know if they bought a ticket, but they always seem to be at somebody's table. They always seem to be, I don't even know the word. Like, they, they're, they're like sitting with important people. They're always there, man. They're, they're always, always there. there. Forrest Company. That's right. Always in the background. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely... Uh, Dumping their way through life. That's right. That's right. Okay, I think this is... Uh, okay, yeah, I got no idea. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to take a left up here. All right. I think you're going to have to go either way. And left seems Yeah, this is right. Okay. Okay. Sure. I'm going to stop at this red light. Okay, this... I know where... I don't know where I'm at. Anyway... Uh, you got anything else Wait, you want to say? There's a, there's a green light. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They got one of those signs with the arrows pointing in either direction. Heath, where are we? Mark has been doing 
his impersonations of me today have been in particularly stellar. Yeah. Just, just, man, look at this. They've got a Burger King. Holy Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we oh, definitely. my word. And I'm going to call somebody a mug at some point. That mug. <laughs> that mug. Holy Toledo. They've got a dolly. There are houses all around here. Like I was making fun of you about it, and you did it when we saw the Ollie's. Holy, holy Toledo, they've got an Ollie's. And they did. They did. There was an Ollie's there, and I thought you were I thought you were joking, and you meant it. You were, you were excited about the Ollie's. Well, you introduced me to the greatness that is Ollie's. Yeah, it is a pretty sweet place, man. Uh, and, and I'm upset we didn't go to that one. Yeah. Me too, man. Because it looked like one of those kind of hollies that would have had some cool stuff. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, you, uh, so I'll be recording. Uh, it is now officially Sunday, March 21st. Uh, tonight, I will be uh, having on as a special guest manager, Perry James. He's going to be on to talk about next weekend's uh, three Count Pro Wrestling show. We don't know. We just know that his client, uh, Mr. Debonair Derek Driver, is going to be defending that Three Count Heavyweight Championship uh, in an open challenge. And so I'm excited to talk with Mr. Perry James. You never know. I might show up and take that title. That's right. That's right. We also know Mr. Debonair is going to be making his debut at Viral Pro Wrestling on April 17th. I'm very curious to hear about that. And... If you follow Perry James on social media, you know that uh, he and Mr. Driver are going to be making lots of appearances uh, for Extreme World Wrestling, including uh, after some Charlotte Thunder football games in the Bojangles Coliseum. So that's going to be a pretty cool development if you want to see wrestling in the Bojangles Coliseum. So uh, lots of stuff going on, and if you want to know... If you are interested in independent wrestling in the Carolinas, if you if you don't really care about WWE or A, if you care about the minutia that is local independent wrestling, you've come to the right place. Or, you know, you're just into looking me, you know, watching me on video show you cool stuff. In a non-OnlyFans way. Oh, my. All right. So, anything else, Mark? You got anything else you want to say? Um, I'm pretty much all set, buddy. Well, that people can... Hey, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? If you want to see Mark's uh, wrestling collectible collection... Well, I'm, I just posted the picture of the custom Bruiser Brody. Yes. Yes. Uh, and stuff, Mark. And stuff, Mark, on Instagram... Uh, Double Dropkick Show on Instagram. Mark, where are you at on Twitter? At the DDK Show. I'm at Heath Mulliken. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Make sure that you like our Facebook page. Make sure you like us. Hey, That's did right. we get anybody win the, the Funko Pop? Are we still working on that? Wait, how did they win it? They were going to give us a review on iTunes. Yes! We a- have one per So, Leah, let me make this announcement again. We have one. We have a couple of entries for that. If you want to win, go ahead and tell them what they're going to win. It's the uh, Amazon exclusive. Almost sold out from what I understand. Um, Undertaker Boneyard Match Funko Pop. Uh, it's sitting... Right now at my house, it's in the box, and there's a protective cardboard box over it that just tells you what it is. So it's never been opened, it's never been seen or touched. Yeah. Um, since I got it pristine, hopefully in good good condition. But um, all you got to do if you want to win that, go to iTunes, give us a five star review, write us a or a five star rating, write us a little review, and then send us a screenshot of that, and uh, we'll put you in there to. Yeah, so the Funko Pop. So uh, Apple Podcast or wherever you know you can go on the app. It, it takes you like less than a minute to do the review and uh, click the five stars. 
again, take a screenshot of that. You can send that to us uh, via Messenger, uh, through Facebook Messenger, or, um, yeah, just uh, our Facebook page and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think and, that was uh, we'll originally do a, what we said, right? The yes. Facebook page. And we'll do a drawing. If you're not on Facebook page, you can send it to me on Twitter. You can yeah send it to us on Twitter. Listen, you, there's plenty of ways to find us. I'm not you can leave a comment wherever you're listening to this. Some of you may be listening to this through our Patreon page because this is free on Patreon, or you might be listening to our website at DoubleDropKick.com. Just leave it in the comments. We don't. We're not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> we're just telling you we're going to give you some stuff. That's right. Uh, so anyway. That's all we've got. It was a great day. Thanks to everybody for making it memorable. Uh, thanks for Brian and everybody at PWX for being great hosts. Always great to see and talk to Bob Keller yeah, about the local scene. Playboy. And uh, hey, um, someone uh, passed something along to me this afternoon. Is it okay to say his name? Yeah, he won't mind. I just like to respect people's privacy. I yeah. want to check. I have an app. Um, our good friend of the show and patron Thomas Simpson um, knows that I'm kind of collecting figures and stuff now and, and really picked up the um, the new Ric Flair Funko Pop with the black robe and the and the, the NWO. It's a beautiful Funko Pop. From the Royal Rumble. From the Royal Rumble. Um, got a pen. He saw it, picked it up, sent it along. And, yeah. and then... Um, he sent along a signed Matt Hardy figure for me. This um, signed by Matt Hardy, man, and I just uh, like a heartfelt thank you. And I'll be that'll be part of my unboxing video. Um, we'll be showing those uh, on the next haul video and unboxing video on and stuff with Mark. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I thank him in public for that um, and let him know how much it means to me and how much I appreciate it. Yeah, he actually. Um Two weeks ago, when we were recording, he uh, he saw those and uh, the Funkos in Texas said, "Hey, yeah, uh, there's two of these," and we were like, "Get them, man, get them." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks, dude. It's a it's a sweet, it's a really sweet looking. It is. Funko. I got a spot. He's actually going to go on top of one of the decals, right beside the the my boneyard Undertaker. I already know where he's going. So. Right. I got a spot cleared out for him. Mark's got some pretty cool things about to happen with some of his figures, man. He's bought some really cool figures, and he's mixing and matching heads and bodies. And <laughs> he's the Doctor Frankenstein of wrestling. I, don't know about that. I did turn a Berserker into a Bruiser Brody. I'm not quite done yet, but yeah, you know, um, you can see that on Instagram. Yes, yes. So, all right. Thank you all for listening. You have kept us awake this second half of the trip home. <laughs> yeah, man. We're in the home stretch Yeah, now. like, it, didn't it make the last part of the trip fly by? Dude, yeah, like 45 minutes. We've been yeah, recording yeah, now. So, I, I listen, I say it all the time because 99% of the Patreon stuff I record in the car. And it's, it's therapeutic, man. Yeah, it really is, man. It's just good to talk about stuff sometimes. Yeah, just stuff. Just stuff. Have a good little, good little show. Good little promotion. Get a little promotion. It's my bag. <laughs> it's my bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my bag. Hey, can we talk about the idea for the new T-shirt? Yes. That we're gonna talk to our friends at SOS Custom Tees. Yes. The uh, no leg slaps necessary. Yes. Stop! Stop! Bubble wrestling. No, no yeah. leg slaps necessary. We've got a lot of T-shirt ideas. We just got to get get them designed and get them ready. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And neither one of us is a graphic designer. That I am not. No. Um, that's a that'd be a good skill to have. Yeah, I wish on the videos that I'm making, I could come up with a good thing. Like, I, I wish I knew how to make an entrance, kind of. You know. Yeah, an intro. Yeah. An intro thing with my own. Uh, logo or whatnot well maybe if you would invite me to your house i could film some stuff and i could help you with that i gotta i need to come over and help you with the wi-fi anyway yeah we may have to do that one day how boy that would be a turn of events for to record at your house that would be something i don't know where we would do it at you know what i don't know that i've ever wait i have been in your house because you power bond me on your trampoline that's right 
And that's not code for <laughs> No. <laughs> like, powerbomb to me. I think we had, we were like, oh, he powerbombed me, and that was it. That was it. I think I went. Done, and you I didn't want to wrestle. You didn't want to play anymore. Mark, you play too rough. You play too rough. I heard that a lot. Well, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do play too rough. Like, now I verbally play too rough. <laughs> well, that's what's wrong with my back. <laughs> Mark powerbombed me when I was 13. It was cool tonight to, uh, to talk to Ricky and Robert and just tell them, hey, you're you're why we're here. We are at this show tonight because you guys beat the Russians. Yeah. We've told them that like six times. Well, that's probably true. But tonight was the first time we actually took a picture with them. Yeah, true. And, you know, they probably left and it's like, you know what? Of everybody we met, those two guys, we're the only ones that made a podcast named after them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.